Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are going to begin the book of Joshua, the book of Yehoshua, the first of the books of prophets, uh, the Nevi'im Rishonim, the early prophets, <coughs> the first successor to Moshe, Moses, <coughs> who was <coughs> essentially the founder of the Jewish religion um, in terms of... Uh, being the one who received the religion from God uh, and gave it to the people. Now, Yoshua is, um, is directly going to continue. The book is written as a continuation of the five books of the Torah, of continuing from Deuteronomy where we left off with the death of Moshe at, um, uh, right before the people were about to enter the land of Israel. And we, we begin right there. This, at, at the... Responsibility that rested on the shoulders of Yehoshua is hard to imagine how, um, I mean, a, a person uh, standing up to this incredible amount of pressure. The people of Israel were, were given a task that was to last throughout the generations. It was a task they were supposed to carry this new found religion, what they had received in the wilderness, carry it into their land, set up a nation and a country and a religion and a system of worship that is going to be an example for the rest of the world and to um, keep up their side of the bargain, the covenant with God that's supposed to last for millennia into the future and be a moral and ethical guide post for the all human beings in the entire world. Yoshua now stood at the precipice of carrying of, of laying the foundations for this mission to begin uh, oddly enough a lot most of what Yoshua had to do was warfare um, he had to conquer the land and settle the people in the land this is a land where these the, the people their ancestors Abraham Isaac Jacob had been before um, they knew this was their destiny this is where they were supposed to go and by uprooting the seven nations that currently were on that land, the Canaanites, they um, were more than just uprooting the people, they were uprooting everything that they stood for. The pagan way of life, the corrupt way of life, the, the corrupt practices that they had, um, and immoral uh, lifestyles and, and uh, spiritual religious beliefs that led to such corrupt lifestyles and supported them. So, Yoshua had to take on this monumental task and lead the people in. So the first thing we find in this chapter is the theme and idea of strength, encouragement, bravery. These are the primary um, um, attributes that Yoshua is going to have to draw upon, uh, inner strengths that he's going to have to draw upon to accomplish this mission. Um, and especially since he was filling the shoes of, of the greatest leader of the Jewish people of all time, Moshe, Moses himself, who had the direct support of God. So, Vayihi, this is verse 1, Vayihi, Acharimot, Moshe, Eved Adonai. It was after, upon the death of Moses, the servant of God, immediately after the death is what this verse sounds like, immediately, Vayomer Adonai Yeshua Benun. God spoke to Yeshua Benun. 
Misharet Moshe, he who was the servant of Moses, Lamar saying as follows. Now this is in- incredible because um, it, it's making it clear that number one, God is going to speak to Joshua just like he spoke to Moshe. God speaks to him. Um, maybe not on the same level of prophet, but, but God is still speaking to Yeshua. As we learned since we have in this podcast just completed the study of Ezra and Nehemiah, which was the the end the end of the period of prophecy God stopped speaking God didn't speak to Nehemiah to Nehemiah Nehemiah was not a prophet prophecy at that time was gone Um, but this time prophecy might have come down a slight notch but it was still there so God is not yet ready to leave us to the Torah alone God is still going to be personally so to speak involved in their affairs and the affairs of the people Moshe Avdimes, God says this is the second verse, Moshe, my servant, has passed on, he has died, and now, immediately, no, don't wait around and, and so on, but now, I need you to get up, get up meaning get up from the morning, and we'll discuss that a little more in this chapter of the loss of Moshe, pass over this Jordan, this Jordan right here, you're going to pass over it into the land and this entire nation it's not just one but everybody into the land which I am giving to them to the children of Israel I have decided this land is going to be theirs you're going to cross the Jordan River and you're going to lead them there every place that you go that you uh, the tread upon that the soles of your feet tread upon I have given them to, to you just like I spoke to Moshe after having read the book of Deuteronomy the people are familiar with what God had told Moshe that they were going to inherit this land from the desert from this Lebanon all the way to the great river the Euphrates the entire land which is now the land of the Hittites, the Adhayam Hagadol, all the way till the Great Sea, the Mediterranean, Mivoha Shamesh, all the way place where the sun goes down. Um, in other words, because that's they see the sun setting over the Mediterranean, that shall be your border. No one will be able to stand before you and stop you. Call all the days of your life. This Chayecha is a singular you, so it seems that God is saying this, that to Yehoshua, you will be successful. It's a tremendous sort of source of strength, God guaranteeing Joshua's success. Kasher Ha'iti in Moshe, just like I was with Moshe, just like I stood by him. I will be with you. I will not allow you to be weakened. I will not forsake you. Chazak ve'emots. This is the these words kind of um, translate or, or, or typify the message of this entire chapter. Chazak, be strong ve'emots, and be courageous. Uh, these are famous words uh, said typically at a time when someone needs to be strong and courageous. Um, when you're standing at at the end of one thing and at the beginning of something new. Um, 
is when you particularly need the strength not to be afraid of something new where you don't know what challenges are going to come. You don't know if you're going to be successful. You don't know if you have what it takes to make it happen. That is the time to be brave. That is particularly the time to draw upon your inner courage. Why should you be strong and courageous? Because you have a tremendous responsibility. If you're not strong and courageous, then you won't do it and you will fail to fulfill your responsibility. Because you are going to um, give, you are going to inherit to this people at the Aretz Hashanish Batila the land that I swore to their forefathers to give to them. In this verse, this is incredible if you think about it. What God is saying, I promised the forefathers to give the people, their descendants, this land. But it is up to you to be ato. You, God says, are the one that's going to make it happen. This is one of the most basic and most important premises of the Jewish religion. God makes promises, but he still expects people, us as human beings, to carry it out so that those promises occur. The, 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 the corollary would seem to be that if Yehoshua does not make it happen, Yehoshua would not be, would be causing that God's promise would not be fulfilled. Now, God might, would then maybe charge someone else to do it, like we find in the book of Esther, you know. If, you, if Esther, as Mordechai told Esther, if you don't take the opportunity to save the Jewish people now, you'll be lost and God will find some other way to save them. But, but it's still in the hands of human beings to fulfill the, the, um, the promises that God himself made. I want to think about that for a little bit, but that's exactly what God just said here in verse 6. Rock, only, don't, only chazak ve'ematz, only be strong and courageous. Ma'od, very strong and courageous. Um, and, and, and also, and, and rock, and be careful to be strong and courageous, not just to inherit the land for the people, but lishmar la'asot k'chol Torah to guard, to make sure that you do all of the Torah, all of the teachings, asher tzivcha Moshe avdi, that Moshe, my servant, taught to you. Here, God is not teaching Joshua the Torah again. The Torah was already given to the people. It was then Moshe's responsibility to teach it to Yoshua, and Yoshua's responsibility to teach those teachings further on. God will no longer intervene to teach the Torah. The Torah is given. It is now in the hands of human beings to pass on from generation to generation of teacher to student, father to son, mother to daughter, etc. This is another extremely important concept here. God is, is beginning the process of separating himself, so to speak. In Moshe's time, God was the source of teachings and God, we find in general, in Nevi'im and Ketuvim, I don't know, there might be little exceptions here and there, but for the most part, we don't find God giving laws anymore. We find people teaching the next generation, people teaching how to keep the laws that God gave. But the only time we have the transfer of Torah knowledge from God to human is God to Moshe, and that's it. After that, it's human to human. Just like before, God said, I made a promise, but it's up to human beings to carry it out. This is an important hint here because what this leads us, this teaches us that <clears throat> the nature of the miracles that are going to happen are less than the miracles that happened on the, on the exodus from Egypt. When the Jews exited Egypt, God shepherded them along and pushed them along. There was very little to no initiative on the part of the people. 
God drove them out of Egypt. God brought them through the sea. However, th there will be miracles here, but they're a step less. They require much more human intervention. Until eventually, throughout the book of, uh, we, we go through all the books of the prophets until we get to the point where miracles don't even become anymore the, the, uh, the way in which God interacts with the world. So God is, so to speak, starting the process here of taking himself out of the obvious picture. Obviously, he's still in the picture, but he's taking himself out of the obvious picture. No longer is he going to deal, is he going to be teaching us human beings directly, no longer, in, in, in a clear, obvious way. No longer is he going to be performing great miracles in an obvious way. I'll toss me men who do not turn away from the Torah that I taught Moshe, Yaminu small, not to the right, not to the left. Why Lemanta skill in order that you should be successful in every way that you go? How do you be successful? By staying faithful to the way of life that I taught Moshe and that Moshe taught you. This Sefer HaTorah, this book that Moshe wrote down, which contains in it the Torah, the teachings, the way of life that I taught him, should never be away from your lips, from your mouth. You should constantly speak the Torah. You should recite it, speak it, say it over again, day and night. Another extremely basic thing. How does one study something in order to internalize it? One reads it, one speaks it with the mouth. Leman tishmar and by speaking it, by teaching it from generation to generation, and by constantly reviewing it so that you don't forget the details, that is what is necessary in order that you actually keep it and guard it in your soul, so that you actually live by it in your actions. This, like everything that is written in it, emphasizing it, it's written, but by speaking and reading it, you learn to act. So the ultimate goal is your action. The reason why you should keep the Torah, the reason why you should teach the Torah, the reason why you should read the Torah clearly with your lips is so that it becomes a part of your heart and soul so that when you act, you act in the proper way. Ki oz, because only then tatzliach et will you be successful in your ways. Vi oz taskil, and only then will you um, be, uh, it's another form of the word successful. Hello tzivisicha. Behold, I have commanded you, chazak v'yamatz, be strong and be courageous. Al ta'arotz v'al techos. There is no place. Do not be afraid. Do not have any terror. Ki imcha Adonai Elohecha, because the Lord your God is with you. B'chol asher telech in every way you go. This is, that. just finished reading verse 9. I'm going to stop here. This is Joshua 1a. Uh, thank you so much. This is um, so many basic ideas were put down here. As we continue, we take the Torah to the next level. We show how the Torah has been given. The, te the one who spoke to God and received the Torah and wrote it down for us human beings and then taught it to us has completed his mission of teaching it to us. He has given charge now to Yoshua to take that Torah to continue teaching it to future generations, to bring the people to the land in which they are going to live the Torah and in, in the land in which they have the mission to become the Segula Lecha the God's 
uh, chosen people to bring this message to all the nations of the world. Thank you so much for studying Joshua 1a. Looking forward to studying the entire book of Joshua together and of course the rest of Tanakh.